Welcome to the start of another great week here on Brit David Podcast. We are glad that you have chosen to join us as Pastor Tim shares a message from Luke chapter 12, verses 54 through 59, entitled, Reading the Signs of the Times. Jesus is coming again. He said he will. The scriptures say he will. And as the whole earth groans for his second coming, there are signs seen in the everyday world that say he will. Those signs are provided for us to encourage us and to urge us as we prepare for his coming. We see the signs, but do we really understand the signs? Here's Pastor Tim. Hope you have your Bible today. If you'll take it, turn with me to Luke chapter number 12. Luke chapter number 12, we want to finish out this chapter today as we've been working our way verse by verse through the gospel of Luke and through these particular passages. We come to a passage of scripture today at the very end that reminds us of what's coming at the very end. In fact, as we read through the passage today, what we're really beginning to learn is how to read not just our Bible, but be able to read the signs of the times. If, you've, if you're there already, Luke chapter number 12, let's begin in verse number 54 and read through our passage today. It says, Then Jesus also said to the multitudes, When you see a cloud rising out of the west, immediately... you say a shower is coming and so it is and when you see the south wind blow you say there will be there will be hot weather and there is hypocrites you can discern the face of the sky and of the earth but how is it that you do not discern this time yes and why even of yourselves do you not judge what is right when you go with your adversary to the magistrate Make every effort along the way to settle with him, lest he drag you to the judge, the judge deliver you to the officer, and the officer throw you into prison. I tell you that you will not depart from there till you have paid the very last might. In the Old Testament, as the nation of Israel uh, began or uh, continued to be disobedient before God, God split the nation of Israel into two different parts, a northern kingdom and a southern kingdom. Out of those, uh, out of those ten kingdoms that, that made up one of those, the Bible begins to point out several things about those particular uh, tribes. Of one, the sons of Issachar, the Bible says that they understood the times that they, and they knew what Israel ought to do. That's really where we are today. We need to be able to understand the times and know what we ought to do as a result of that. That's the point of your passage today. To understand what's going on around you and how to respond 
to those things appropriately. In fact, let me share these couple of things with you concerning understanding. Number one, what we see in our passage is, is that they understood the signs of the climate. They understood the signs of the climate. Jesus, Jesus refers to them uh, just a part of life that is so ordinary, so easy to understand that, that, it's, that, that, it, that it transforms time. I mean, it, it comes across every period of time to be exactly the same. We would look at this passage and see it the very same way that they would. You see a cloud rising up out of the west? Immediately you say a shower is coming, and it is, and then that south wind is blowing, and you say, well, it's going to be a scorcher today, and sure enough, it turns out to be that way. What Jesus says to them is, you're not dumb. You're not dumb. You're not dumb when it comes to life, when it comes to seeing the things that are going on in this world. You can, you can observe, and you can make right calculations, you understand what's going on with the weather. But the point of the passage is, is that there is something that is far more important than the weather. Something that is far more important than simply understanding the weather. He goes on then to say, you should be able to discern this particular time. And so whereas they understood the signs of the climate, they need to understand the signs of his coming. That's what he's talking about in verse number 56 when he says, Can you not discern this time, the time that they are living in, the time that we are living in? You see, whether you get the weather right or not, it, it might determine whether or not you get wet. It might determine whether or not you get cold. If you expected this Sunday morning to feel like last Sunday morning, <laughs> you got a surprise when you went to your car today, didn't you? You know, we, we, we understand, we watch the weather, and we learn from those things. By the way, I'm not sure that I believe necessarily a statistic that I read this week. The National Weather Service put it out and said that on average, a weatherman's seven-day forecast is 80% correct of the time. Yep, you laughed. I heard it. Yep. Because most of us look at it and say, wouldn't it be nice to only have to be right half the time and still get paid? Right? That's how we look at weathermen. But listen, whether you're 50% right, or you're 80% right, or you're 90% right, that's not enough when it comes to talking about Jesus and what he is going to do. We have to be right. We have to be 100% right. We have to be able to see the signs of the times, to discern them correctly, and then to know what we ought to do. They needed to understand the signs of His coming. Let's talk about those times for just a moment. Somebody asked, what are those signs of the times? Well, let's talk about it a little bit. Number one, I want you to know that it is a time that is set. It's a time that is set. In the same way that he refers in verse number 56 to a specific time, this time. There's a specific time when the Lord is going to return. A specific time when he steps off of the throne where he has been seated, right by the Father's right hand, always making intercession for you. 
to come and to retrieve his church. That's what's next, isn't it? What's next on God's great calendar is the rapture of the church, where Jesus returns for those who belong to him. He said, if I come again, I will receive you unto myself. He is coming again, and he is going to return us to him. We are going to be exactly where he he is. And it's a time that's already set. In his lifetime, Jesus said, I don't even know when that is. The disciples want to know, Jesus, when are you coming back? When is this time going to be? And Jesus said, I don't know. It's a time that is determined only by the Father. But it is a time that is determined by the Father. The Lord knows when he's coming back. And at that right time, when that trumpet sounds, he will indeed return. It is a time that is set. Number two, it is a time that is signaled. It's a time that is signaled. Even though the Bible says that we will not expect it, that he will return in a time when we don't know about it. It's a time that he's already prepared us for. It's a time that he has already set signs for. You may be one of those who say, well, I don't, I don't know what that means. I don't understand what the signs of the times really mean. What are some of those? Let's go through a few of these. In Matthew chapter 24 and 25, Jesus presents what's called the Olivet Discourse. He talks more about his second coming in that passage than anywhere else. By the way, the Old Testament has 500 different prophecies about the second coming of Jesus. And someone has said that every 25 verses in the New Testament refer to his second coming. So those things are there, aren't they? So I've gone to Jesus' Olivet Discourse and just kind of tried to take some of those signs of the times and sort of order or categorize some of those things for you. So let me give you a few of these. One, two, three, four, five, six. I got six of them for you. You ready? Here they are. Number one, there are environmental signs. Environmental signs. The Bible says that there will be storms and earthquakes and tornadoes and hurricanes and those kinds of things that will will be present. You may look at that and go, well, big deal. (laughs) I mean, there's always been hurricanes and tornadoes and storms and those kinds of things. It's always been. How How is that really a sign of the times? Well, Jesus referred to these environmental signs as labor pangs. You ladies who are fortunate to be mothers understand that as that time comes, it gets more frequent. The pain does. The pain becomes more intense as the time for the baby's arrival comes. That's how it's going to be with the signs of the times. It's not that it's something that's brand new. It's not that it's something that you've never seen or never experienced before. These things will begin to happen with greater frequency. These things will happen with greater intensity. Think about this latest hurricane, Nicole, that just swept through. First hurricane to hit us in November in 40 years. 
Think about some of the earthquake, or some of the hurricanes that we've seen this season. Some of those things have been devastating, haven't they? We see it. It's a reminder to us that we live in a fallen world, but it's a world that he himself is going to redeem and come back after. So he said, when you see these things begin to increase, know that his coming is nearer than it has ever been before. There are environmental signs. Secondly, there are social signs. Social signs or cultural signs. The Bible says that it will be a time of lawlessness, that it will be a time of immorality, that it will be a time when people call good evil and evil good. We live in that time, don't we? We live in that time more than we've ever lived in it before. It would tell me then that we are closer than we've ever been. Every generation seems to look at the culture and the society around it and say, I don't see how the Lord could tarry any longer. Surely, He's coming. So let's take a little break for just a minute. Let me give you a little parenthesis in here. Why didn't He just come? I mean, if, if life is just going to get worse and worse... If immorality is going to increase more and more, if lawlessness is going to get worse and worse, and the Bible says with lawlessness then comes coldness of heart and a lack of love. Why didn't he just come back? The Bible says he's waiting on one thing. The only thing I can find in the Bible that says why he's waiting. He's waiting so that Every man, every woman, every boy, every girl has a chance to say yes to Jesus. He's waiting on people just like you. Today I got to teach the teenagers with Andy, uh, Andrew being sick and Andy being out. I enjoy going down there and talking to them. Today I decided to do something just a little bit different with them. I just want to become transparent with them, share with them some of the things that I used to think and that I used to do when I was in middle school and high school. I don't dare tell you, <laughs> and I don't dare share it up there on Facebook. The fact that God gave me another chance is overwhelming to me. I didn't deserve that. I didn't deserve the first chance he gave me. And the very first time that he came knocking on the door of my heart, I prayed a prayer that went like this. God, please just leave me alone. And he did. For years. For years. I had no conviction of sin. For years, nothing to compel me to come to Christ. For years, not one friend, not one family member to tell me that I needed Jesus. But Jesus knew. 
He knew that I needed him. In his mercy and his grace, he gave me a second chance. <laughs> and I jumped on it. Because I didn't have anywhere else to turn. The problem with many people today is, is that they think that they still have somewhere to turn. And you just don't. If he's knocking on the door of your heart today, maybe he's doing it through the circumstances that you find yourself in. Maybe he does it through the appeal of a, of a friend or a family member. Maybe he does it just while the preacher's talking. If he knocks on the door of your heart, please don't tell him to leave you alone. Just say yes. The societal, cultural signs are only going to get worse to demonstrate that he is indeed coming again. I would have to say, along with the generation right behind me, I think he's coming this time. I think this is the generation. I think he's coming in my lifetime. The truth of the matter is, is that I just don't know. And I want to be ready. He signaled it for us. There are environmental signs. There are social signs. Thirdly, there are spiritual signs. Now, some of these spiritual signs are negative spiritual signs. Some are more positive spiritual signs. For example, on a negative aspect, there's going to be a rise of false teaching, a rise of false Christ, people who pretend simply to know the way, but who do not search that out of the scriptures. There have always been, but they're going to increase. The rise of cult and the occult will continue. But on the positive side, on the positive side, more and more and more people will hear about Jesus. The Bible says that everywhere, everybody, in all of the earth, the gospel will be preached. That everybody will have that chance to hear. We live in a day where that's now possible. We live in a day where everybody has a chance to hear the gospel and to know. Not just a select few. Not those who decide to come to church, but for everybody. I believe that God wants to send revival and spiritual awakening to us as one of those signs of His return that more and more and more boys and girls and men and women will be a part of His family. They're spiritual signs. Join us tomorrow as Pastor Tim continues his message from Luke chapter 12, verses 54 through 59, entitled, Reading the Signs of the Times. Pastor Tim would love to connect and share with you about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and how you can know that you know that Jesus is your Savior and Lord. That address is church office at BrittDavid.org. We are located at 2801 West Britt David Road, Columbus, Georgia, 31909. Thanks again for joining us here on Brit David Podcast.